Greetings to all my cool cats and cool kittens. They try to copy our style so they stay frostbitten. You're now tuned into the sounds of CFRE 91.9 FM. It is your man, DM Cool. And welcome to The Cool. What we doing? You can catch me on your TV, even on the radio. Pop up at our box spot, hand on my Uwego. We invading airwaves. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. You're now tuned into CFRE 91.9 FM and also on the World Wide Web at CFREradio.com. It is your man, DM Cool. And welcome to Cool Radio. Oh, you didn't know? Your ass better call somebody! Yes, 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 y'all. You already know what it is. Once again, if you are on campus and you can listen to this radio frequency, once again, 91.9 FM. But for all those people who aren't, you know, gracious enough to be on the UTM campus, then you can also listen live at CFREradio.com. <clears throat> Pardon moi, it is your man DM Cool for another edition of Cool Radio. So um, a lot of good things I want to get to in today's uh, show. Uh, first and foremost, our guest for today, later on today, coming around the 415 mark, he goes by the name of Big Diesel. We will be talking about him and his music and a whole lot of other good stuff in between. Also, some good news. Um couple months ago, I told you all about the whole, you know, uh, thing with CFRE, you know, during the summer hours and what have you. Um, good thing is we got some keys. So, ladies and gentlemen, we will be re- uh, going back to our regular scheduled time of 8 till 9 p.m. You know, I know it's a lot easier for all the people who are just coming in from work and, you know, they don't have to do a rush hour traffic and everything like that in between. So I'm trying to make it as convenient as possible for you guys. So I thank you guys for your patience and also, you know, for sticking around for the due diligence, what have you. But nonetheless, let's keep things moving. You already know how I like to do with this portion of the show. I got some stuff to get off my chest. All right. So with that being said, I think it's time to uh, let that ish breathe. Let this bitch breathe. Yes, yes, yes. I have some grievances to get to. Um, so I was talking to, well, I always talk to my friends about this in particular, but uh, this past week, I kind of put this up on social media, and it was a picture, basically, and the picture had to do with, like, relationships, romantic ones specifically, and basically, the picture was in text, and it said, um, forget gender roles, you know, we both clean, we both cook, we both pay, we both spoil each other. That's basically the gist of how the, I guess you could call it a meme how it went, and I couldn't agree more because I feel like as a society, especially when it comes to millennials, we're always fixated with who has to pay for the first date and, you know, it's the man's role to pay for the first date or when you guys get married, then it's up to the woman to stay home and cook and clean and stuff like that. I say screw all that. If both of you guys are in a relationship, it means that you guys are a union. You guys are one, all for one, one for all. You guys are trying to hold it down together. You guys are acting in unison. So in unison, it's up to one another to maintain the upkeep of the relationship. And when it comes to tangible things like cooking, cleaning, going out on dates, why not support one another? I mean, I've gone on plenty of dates where we've gone Dutch 
And if there were another date to follow, then let's say I would pay my portion, but then she would pay her portion. For example, if we're going to the movies, I'll pay for the tickets. She covers with the popcorn and snacks, and we're good. Because at the end of the day, we already know how stupidly expensive it is to go to the movies, whether or not you have a scene card. Scene card does help, by the way. I just got mine in, so cool. But nonetheless, you know, these are these are the types of things that we should practice. And then there are some people, you know, who are so caught up in their gender roles. For example, you know, a man, there are men, some men out there, they feel as if they're really men when they pay for everything in between. You know, they'll pay for the dates, they'll pay for their clothing, they'll take them on shopping sprees, whatever, because it makes them feel like a man because they let the power of the dollar make them feel more confident. And while having money just adds some financial security, it doesn't define who you are as a man. So <laughs> I think for all the men who are caught up in that you know, mirage, so to speak, I think they need to let that go. And for the women out there who feel self-entitled because they are a woman, I think they need to let that, let that guard down as well. Like Just because you are, a, you are a woman doesn't mean a man has to pay for every single thing that you do. If you do preach about being independent, then practice what you preach. Don't only take that slogan and only apply it to when you feel it is comfortable for you to apply it. Don't be screaming at an independent woman, but then expect the man to pay for the first eight dates and then not say anything to him after that eighth date because you've used up his convenience. No. So what I'm saying is it's not an attack on any specific gender. I'm just calling it down the middle like a referee. If you are in a relationship with a person, or not even in a relationship with a person, if you are you know, looking to explore the possible, at least explore the possibility of a relationship with said person, then why not just kill the gender roles altogether? Because it puts a lot of unnecessary pressure on both parties. Let him pay for one date, you pay for the other, or both of you guys combine your funds and, and just do it like that. Either way, it's got to be 50-50. And that right there, ladies and gentlemen, is the meaning of equality. With that being said, we're going to go to our first commercial break of the day. After that, we got my man Big Diesel in the building. We're going to talk about his music and everything in between. Uh, but you already know, I got to hit you guys up with some Canadian content. And this one comes from friend of the show, Miss Taya Marquise. Uh, if, you, if you have not listened to her woman EP, please listen to that. It is a banger. This track right here is called Obsession. So when we get back, it's time to talk to our man Big Diesel. So keep it locked. This is Cool Radio. And we'll be right back after these messages. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. You're now tuned into CFRE 91.9 FM and on the World Wide Web at CFREradio.com. It is your man, DM Cool. And welcome back to Cool Radio. Welcome back to the show. If you're just tuning in, you are right on time because our main event has arrived for the afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Now, this guy brings to the table an infectious form of both comic relief and relatability on the mic man if he's not too busy busting your gut out of laughter this guy is making you think and he's making you follow a story that he is telling all right this guy comes with a big rig of talent and he is stopped by the park over here and we're going to talk about a whole lot of things from music to sports and a whole lot more ladies and gentlemen give it up for my man big diesel in the building hey what's up what's up <laughs> yes, great to sir. be here thanks for having me oh thanks for coming by man we got a lot to talk about but the first thing i want to know is how did you first get started with music um, I started out, uh, Weird Al was a big, uh, <laughs> big influence on my life when I was a child right. and, uh, I kind of would take songs that were on the radio and, and make my own versions of them. And then, uh, just through a chain of life events, I ended up in Toronto about mm -hmm. 
nine years ago, ten years ago, okay. and uh, I had started writing some song verses as a joke for some friends back in Alberta, yep. and uh, it just showed it to the right people. They liked it, learned how to flow it better, and yeah. the rest is history. Very nice. Now, um, coming from Alberta, actually, uh, when you came from Alberta to Toronto, was that like a, like a career decision as far as music goes? No, it was just some, you know, things that happened. Um, I needed a change of pace, decided to come see what Toronto had in store. It mm-hmm. wasn't really, you know, for anything in particular. Mm-hmm. Uh, I ended up back in Alberta for a few years, and then mm-hmm. just recently I, I moved back to Ontario because my mom was in an accident. Today's mm-hmm. her birthday. i got to shout out my mom. Happy birthday. Happy birthday indeed, mama. All right. And uh, I decided to try and pursue it and see where it goes after enough people told me that I should, and I packed a couple dance floors at karaoke's and, yeah, and that yeah. kind of thing, so I figured, why not try it, right? That's what's up, man. <clears throat> Pardon me. So how would you describe uh, your music uh, for people who have never tuned into your brand before? Um, I'd say I'm hip-hop's Ellen DeGeneres, <laughs> I guess. You know, uh, it's witty, it's fun, it's danceable. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I try to keep things light um, so you can listen to it in your car, you can mm-hmm. smoke your thing if that's what you do, listen out. To yeah. it, you know, the lyrics actually tell a story. Um, but if you're in the club, there's, uh, you know, you can dance to it. I even have a song called uh, PUA. It's a pickup artist manual that in a club, it just sounds like a club tune. But if you listen yeah. to the lyrics, it's a how-to manual for, like, uh, um, the book called The Game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. That's you know. what's up, man. So you're definitely the party MC, man. So, like, what is it about the, the party element of hip-hop that you love so much? Um. I think it's the the joy that it brings, you know. I, I worked at a nightclub for a lot of years, and, you know, I'm from a small town where all there is to do is go out. And, mm-hmm. Unless it's popular on the radio, nobody's dancing to it. Yeah. You know, so I've always enjoyed being able to move and watching people move. Mm-hmm. So I figured, you know, if I can bring that and bring an element of joy to people's lives, then we're, we're taking a step in the right direction. Exactly, exactly. So, like, um, so you have a lot of songs like posted online and stuff like that. Yes, have you I do. have you uh, created like any albums or mixtapes, like, or any bodies of work? I have enough for some albums. Mm-hmm. Um, I ended up getting signed with an independent label uh, in the early part of last year, and just mm-hmm. wasn't happy with the way things are going. So I decided to step away from it. So mm-hmm. I have enough content to possibly put out an album, and if there's interest in it, I might do that. But in the meantime, I'm I'm working on a. A project right now. Okay, okay. And like, uh, what's the what's the concept behind the project? Um, a little bit of everything. I like uh, diversification. You know, mm-hmm. being different than everyone else. I want to mm-hmm. do some funk. I want to do some techno. I mm-hmm. want to do some country. Even mm-hmm. you know, I have a rock song already. Mm-hmm. So I just want to you know give you something different. Where you're listening to a CD, it's not twelve tracks of the same flow, the same beat, the same. Mm-hmm. You know, really flip it up. Exactly. Different genres. Pardon me. Exactly. So you just mentioned um, that you love to listen to like different types of sounds, like so, like a little bit of soul, a little bit of funk, a little bit of EDM. Um, what were your early uh, influences in music growing up? Well, as I said, Weird Al was a big one. Mm-hmm. Um, got a Technotronic really was what set it off for me as a kid. Yeah. You know, and then uh, in my teens, I found out about Snoop Dogg and, yeah. and uh, started exploring that pathway. Mm-hmm. You know, early Eminem. 50 Cent and all mm-hmm. those guys, they, they kind of molded my, 
but Luda's the man that I want to do a oh, feature okay. with him at some point. That's, yeah. that's the goal, you know? Yeah, because I was thinking, Luda, like, the minute you were, you were talking about, like, your style and, like, how you like to approach your music. So yeah. but I, could, I could definitely see you, like, you know, uh, emulating Luda. And so that's no, a great that's a great fit right there, actually. Great, thanks. Um, Let's talk a little bit about sports, actually. So you mentioned to me that you uh, were in a competition to make a theme song for the Toronto Maple Leafs. So, so how did that come about? No, it wasn't a competition. Um, just one day I had it in my brain. Maybe I could uh, get my grandpa's box seats for the playoffs, and the Leafs were starting to win, and they were making a playoff push. So I decided mm-hmm. to, to make a track and pursue it. And uh, I made a track, got it on Omni TV, got it through the Leafs organization. And they mm-hmm. just, they said that if I could make it popular, I could get it on. And then they mm-hmm. didn't make the playoffs. And yeah, so, but it was cool. It got some places. It got a lot of attention. I got a lot of fans from it. Exactly. It was, it was pretty awesome for them to put me on TV. Showed it to. Yeah, for sure. Cause like, this country is diehard when it comes to the Maple Leafs, man. Like not even just Toronto, but I feel like Canada in general, because it's one of, well, mind you, there's like six teams, six Canadian teams in the NHL, but I feel like Toronto's just one of those ones where people have to rally behind, possibly because it's an original six team, so I can definitely see that. Yeah, I've um, been a fan <laughs> since I was a little kid, so. Now, let me ask you a question, actually, real quick, because this recently just happened. Uh, the Phil Kessel trade, what's your take on that? I've always really liked Kessel, because mm-hmm. um, I'm a little bit uh, on the heavier side of things, <laughs> and uh, it's cool to be able to see somebody that, you know, maybe doesn't have the conditioning that everyone says he should yeah, or score the goals. <laughs> um, I'm excited about the rebuild, mm-hmm. as most people are. You know, I think uh, they're going to take it in a good direction. It's mm-hmm. sad to see him go. My girlfriend's happy about it, but <laughs> <laughs> what can you do? That's what's up, man. <clears throat> so, like, have you performed? Like, have you opened up for any artists uh, within the city? Not yet. Mm-hmm. Um, did a few showcases. Started recently doing a bunch of shows with uh, Freddie Fame and mm. a lot of the. Uh, competitions that he's putting together but uh mm-hmm. it's hopefully in the works hopefully mm-hmm. some people will hear my stuff and like what i have to offer absolutely yeah. and uh, what type what type of approach do you take uh when you're making your music like what's the creative process like for you it all depends uh on the mood the situation the beat mm-hmm. a lot of times i like to have the beat first but i've taken songs that i wrote you know eight years ago and put them to new beats that i just found and they they fit better than they would have if i had done them when I wrote them, right? Yeah. So, um, I like to figure out where the story's going to go and work my way backwards, but write it forward. I, no, I trust me. I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> I know exactly yeah, what you mean. Just so like everything like intertwines and comes together at the end of it, yeah. right? Perfect. You know. <clears throat> so then my next question to you is, um, as you mentioned earlier, you mentioned like your, your influences in terms of the sound that you like to approach. Um, I noticed with hip-hop in particular, it becomes very trendy. Like Almost every year, or like every couple of years, there's like a new trend that happens with the hip hop in terms of the sound. Right now, I happen to find that the trend is more like trap music or like trap based. Um, so, do you feel like any pressure to kind of like succumb to that just so you can build more of your fan base because it is a trend, or do you believe that you know sticking to what you know is going to get you far enough? Um, I think it's kind of an advantage for people like myself. I don't necessarily stick to the trap beats. I have some songs that are to trap beats, but they're not trap songs because that's that's not really what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, I work with a great team of producers over at PHS. I mm-hmm. have to shout them out. Um, and they they produce every kind of beat you could think of. Mm-hmm. So um, do I feel the pressure to do trap beats? No. Do they request that I do trap beats? Yes. Because <laughs> that's how things work. But... You know, I think good music speaks for itself, and yeah. I'm 
hoping that uh, people can see that and it really takes off, you know? Exactly. <coughs> Pardon me. And uh, what level, like, oh, sorry, yeah, what level would you like to take your career? Like, how far would you like to go as far as hip-hop goes? I mean, as far as it yeah. wants to fly. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't like to limit myself because mm-hmm. uh, you say one thing and then that's if that's your goal, that's the only goal you get to. So it's great to have little mini goals along the way. But, I mean, I think my ultimate goal is to do a, a feature with Luda. Honestly. All right, man. We'll, we'll be listening out for that most definitely. Yeah. Uh, we're going to get to more about your music like later on in the show. But, you know, we like to play games around here, basically. We like to right. make the guests feel comfortable, feel at home. People listening at home get to have a sense of what type of personality you're bringing to the table. So, with that being said, we got two games. First game that I got is called Cool or Uncool. So, let's uh, play that trap real or that track real quick. So... I like to preface by saying that the song that we got playing in the background is from a group from the 90s called Diggable Planets, and it's called Cool Like That. So I figure it's only appropriate that we play this in the background. Nice. Now, here's how we do it. Basically, I'm going to give you a list of scenarios, uh, some very small scenarios, and you're going to tell me whether they're cool or uncool. All right. All right. And feel free to like uh, explain All right. in, in detail why you think it's cool or uncool. I'll like, give you full range to do that. Okay. You ready for it? I think so. Okay, cool. So, first thing on the docket, um, trap music, cool or uncool? Kind of cool. Kind of cool. <laughs> okay, okay, that works, that works, that works. Depends on who's on it, you know? Fair enough, fair enough. Um, okay, let's see. Uh, randomly, off the top of my head, DMX, cool or uncool? Cool. All right, uh, let's see here. Okay, future or present DMX or past DMX? Very good question. I'm, I'm going to say present DMX. <laughs> Not as cool. Not as cool. Okay, <laughs> so we'll, we'll give that an uncool then. All right, next one up. Um, have you listened to Luda's latest album, Ludaversal? I haven't really. I checked out a few tracks on it. Okay, but, okay, fair uh, enough. Um, okay, then. How about this then? Luda as an actor, cool or uncool? Cool. All right, fair enough. Uh, what's your favorite movie from him so far? Um, probably the second Fast and Furious movie. Okay, two Fast and Furious. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I was way back. That was like oh yeah, three. We have the Afro still. Oh, don't <laughs> get me wrong. I mean, he's he's a good actor all around, but that was my favorite one, probably. Cool, cool. All right, then. Next question. Um, and we basically just talked about it. The uh, Phil Kessel trade, cool or uncool? Um, uh, cool. Yeah, all right, cool. Do you feel he was as problematic to the team as many people make him out to be? Um, uh, no, but everybody needs a scapegoat. Mm-hmm. Could he have got more goals? Yeah, but I mean, it's a team game. Mm-hmm. Is what it is. All right, fair enough. Um, what was I gonna say? Ah, do you follow basketball by any chance? Not really. Raptors. A little bit. A little bit. Amir Johnson uh, signed with another team. Long-standing member of the Raptors, uh, probably since he's been on the team since about like 2009, I believe. And he just recently re- uh, signed a deal with the Boston Celtics. So seeing him go, cool or uncool? Well, I heard about it this morning, and that guy's caking now, so cool for him. Yeah, okay, good cool for, for him about that. Most definitely. All right, let's see here. <laughs> Pardon me. Reality TV, cool or uncool? Not so cool. Not no. so cool? <laughs> what reality show makes you angry? Like, just like the stupidity of it. Like, what, what gets you? Oh, man, do I have to pick one? I mean, as a general rule, they're, they're all pretty bad. The first one that comes to your mind, how about that? Big Brother, probably. You know what? I was thinking the exact same thing. I I don't I've never understood that show. I, it's been on for like ten plus seasons. I've never understood it. I watched two episodes. It was enough. I not, okay. <laughs> I'm not even trying to get into that, man. That's just stupid. Um, let's see here. Love and hip hop, cool or uncool? I never seen it. You don't need to see it. You know what? I'm just gonna say uncool. It's very 
very right. uncool. Um, let's see here. I'm trying to think. There's this one reality show that's co- oh, this is reality show called Only in the Six. It's basically like about like um, the, the Toronto music or entertainment industry in general. Uh, the YouTube thing. I yeah, you it, saw yeah. that too, right? Yeah, I think it's cool. You think it's cool? I think it's cool what they're trying to do. I think that. The content and the, the scripting behind it could be a little bit better, but I think what they're trying to do as a movement is pretty cool. You are being very generous with that, man. I think it's uncool, man. I mean, a real. I mean, I don't like the format of reality shows because they're not reality. And I feel like what I saw in that trailer that could have been for like love and hip hop. Basically, they're basically trying to recreate love and hip hop, a mm-hmm. Toronto version. That's the thing that I don't like because. You could have had the opportunity to do something very original, but you're basically just doing what those guys are doing, but you're just doing it at a much lower level because they're already low enough as it is. But don't forget, everybody needs a start point. It's not to say that what they're doing now is what they're going to do. Um, I think they're going to get enough negative feedback from the trailers that they've put out to uh-huh. know that they have to you know, rethink a couple things and... I'd like to see where it goes, you know? Yeah, well, for me, I hope it goes straight to the trash bin. Because <laughs> well, I'm definitely not feeling it. There you go. All right. <laughs> and on that note, we have one more one more game to get to. This one's a mainstay. This one's not going anywhere. This one I like to call, I'd quit the game. Every second, every minute, man, I swear that she can get it. All right. Now, you did mention earlier that you do have a girlfriend. Yes. But let's pretend that you are in an alternate universe All where right. that wasn't the case. You are the eligible bachelor in this alternate universe. All right. You are wheeling, dealing, kiss, stealing, jet flying, limousine riding, all that good stuff. All right. But there comes a point in time in everyone's life where you've got to quit the game. You've got to settle down, have you some kids, nice big suburban house with a white picket fence, tire swing, apple pie cool on the windowsill, all that good stuff. If you had to quit the game for one of these two women that I've handpicked, who would you quit the game for? All right. Would you quit the game for... Scarlett Johansson. All right. Or would you quit the game for Natalie Portman? The choice is yours. Probably Scarlett, I guess. Scarlett? Okay, why Scarlett? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I had to pick one. <laughs> There's no wrong answer. Like, oh, no, she's cool. You know, you give an A or B, you pick A or B. Yeah, why not, man? Hey, she looked good as Natasha Romanoff in The Avengers, so why not? For sure, for sure. Hey, man, there's no wrong answer when it comes to I quit the game. But nonetheless, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen, we got my man Big Diesel in the building. We're about to cut to a commercial break. But before we do that, we have one of his songs that we definitely got to play. And this one right here, I'm looking for it in in the log right now. There we go. It is called... Make it bounce. Featuring my boy Meg T. Shout out to Meg T. Thanks a lot, man. Real quick, what can you tell us about the song? Uh, it was number one in Canada for the first 13 weeks on numberonemusic.com at the beginning of the year, and it was number one in the world for five. Damn. That's all you need to know, I guess. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back into these messages. This is cool radio. Yeah. Yes, yes, y'all. Welcome back to the show. You are now tuned to CFRE 91.9 FM. It is your man, DM Cool. And this is Cool Radio. Welcome back to the show, people. Uh, if you're just tuning in, we have our man, Big Diesel, in the building. Say what's up to the people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You already know what it is. 
Ladies and gentlemen, it's about time where we get into uh, that portion of the show. We're midway through. Uh, this is called Trip Talk. So three topics in three minutes. We're going to zoom by them. We're going to get Diesel's opinion on all of them. And if you want to be a part of the conversation, feel free to hit me up at DM underscore cool and also at cool underscore radio. You dig? All right. With that being said, let's get to it. So <clears throat> pardon me. Everyone who is within the hip hop culture, you know, whether you're an artist, you're a fan journalist, publicist, whatever the case may be. We all know about the annual cover that XXL Magazine does for the next up-and-coming talented artists who are coming into the game. Now, mm-hmm. we've seen so many people grace the cover. We've seen Wale, Big Sean, J. Cole, Kendrick Lamar, you name it. But recently, the editors of XXL did their own take, but this time on up-and-coming Canadian artists. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, absolutely. So what I want to know from you is, you know, how important do you feel that a major publication, regardless of they're Canadian or American, like Double XL, for example, you know, digging down to the grassroots and finding out who's the next up in uh, Canadian talents within hip hop. I think it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Somebody's got to do it. It's uh, great to see that they're they're starting to look to the north, mm-hmm. and there's a ton of talent up here. You know, um, I seen Young Stitch or Little Stitch out there. That yeah, guy's yeah. pretty dope. I've seen him perform a few times. You know, so it's good to see that people that are are putting in the work and, and doing the time are getting some recognition somewhere other than their home city. You know, absolutely. And one thing I always notice is that when, like, let's say for America, for example, when they want to pick out like a, a Canadian artist. <clears throat> pardon me it's always someone that's like already has like recognition so like a drake or maybe even like a Millie fiona and that's great for them don't get me wrong because like, they're super talented those two in particular but it's always nice to see them kind of shed light on someone that we may not know about just Absolutely. just yet so i feel what they're doing right now <clears throat> pardon me it's incredibly important you know to raise their profile and for you know m- general music lovers to kind of like get out of their comfort zone so to speak and just say oh well, let me listen to this person let's see how this guy or how this girl sounds because that's how it starts generally yeah absolutely <laughs> and i mean there's there's a lot of people that are are connected to the music industry that are reading that thing looking for the same thing for people to sign mm-hmm people to put on their shows on their tours mm-hmm. you know you never know where one little article is going to put you exactly i mean almost like like almost a decade ago we were searching for artists from uh from myspace you know so this is this could be like another outlet basically absolutely all right man let's keep it moving so let's uh let's get into the controversy a little bit shall we so rap artist meek mill you know he's uh doing the uh, promotional run for his upcoming album uh, and he's also got his uh, new lady at his side, Nicki Minaj. So trying to be the next uh, power couple in hip hop. Hopefully they don't come up with like a gimmicky like unison name like like um, I don't know. I, even, I can't even think of anything like Mickey Mills or something like that. I don't know if that if that happens to become a thing. Just know who said it here first. All right, uh, but nonetheless, he's prepping for his new album, and basically he was asked about artists that influence him. Or that he may look to for inspiration. <clears throat> Pardon me. And he proceeded to say that Kendrick Lamar and J. Cole, two of the top artists of this generation by far, uh, they don't inspire him. So a lot of people are kind of looking at that and saying, hey, is he throwing shade at those two guys? Or is he actually serious about him not being inspired by those guys? Um, Diesel, what's your take on that? Well, he was on uh, Shade 45 yesterday, and mm. they were they were talking about it again this morning. Um, and I mean, like, he just got back out of jail, all that stuff. Mm. So I don't think uh, he needs those guys to be inspired. I don't know why mm. he would 
go out of his way to say it, but I don't yeah. think it was aimed at anyone in particular to like, you know. Mm-hmm. But I mean, when you're promoting an album, any way to get people talking is a good way to get people talking, right? Exactly. When you, when you take the top of the game and compare yourself to them and say that they're not inspiring you, then people are looking for a reason to listen mm-hmm. to see if you can back it up, right? Exactly. So, and I would hope that he can back it up because I know with, with Meek Mill, he's kind of had certain problems with artists. Like, for example, with Kendrick Lamar, he was a little envious of the fact that he sold more in his first week than he did himself. Even uh, he had a little bit of infighting with Wale, and he kind of blasted out in public saying, oh, Wale doesn't respect the MMG brand. You know, he ain't really with us and stuff like that. So I feel like Meek Mill kind of has a bit of a chip on his shoulder because because he's not really talked about as – being part of the upper echelon of today's generation, maybe like a, he he definitely has his fan base. He's definitely got like the 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 trap fans and what have you. But like he's not as global as a Kendrick or a Cole or even a Drake for that matter. So I feel like he kind of has that chip on his shoulder, so to speak. So I think he's trying to stir the pot just a little bit, just to draw some interest. But like you said, he better back it up because yeah, if he doesn't. It. It's going to look pretty bad, I'm just saying. (laughs) Well, it's hard to climb places when you use yourself as a stepping stone. So, I mean, he might be, you know, hurting his own progress. Who knows? I guess the future will tell, right? Exactly. And speaking of future, he actually said how future is one of the guys today he kind of looks up to for inspiration. It's funny because the guy that I work with sounds a lot like future. So, Uh I enjoy the music that that's coming out of that direction as well. Yeah, he's not my cup of tea. I'll just say it like that. (laughs) And then finally, in front of me, a little bit of sore throat, ladies and gentlemen, I apologize. But nonetheless, uh, finally, uh, the BET Awards uh, took place this past Sunday. And uh, there are a lot of celebrities in attendance from many fields of entertainment. And there's, uh, there are two in particular, Rihanna and Floyd Mayweather. We already know who those people are. Mm-hmm. And they're sitting beside each other. And basically, Rihanna had a roll of duct tape around her wrist. She took a piece of it off and then put it over Floyd's mouth. Now, when this took place, a lot of people were saying how they were making fun of domestic violence. Mainly because of the fact that they were both... Uh, Involved in their in their uh, separate cases, so to speak. You know, Rihanna being the victim, uh, Floyd being the assaulter. So, my question to you is: Do you think they were trying to go that route as far as making fun of domestic abuse with that little gag that they did? Uh, I don't know. Who's to say? These guys are geniuses when it comes to marketing and marketing ploys. Yeah, and I mean, with technology where it is and the internet being what it is. Any little thing is going to be taken and turned into something that it is or isn't. It, yeah, you know, it's really irrelevant. I don't, <laughs> I don't think it was like a poking domestic, but I mean, it's not the first time that Rihanna's name has come up with that. So it's mm-hmm. it's cool to stir the pot, I guess, yeah. for them. But I don't know what to say. <laughs> and I'll say this: I'm not a fan of either of them. You know, I've I've gone on record on on this show and in other places to say that I'm not a fan of either brand. But I will say in the defense that I don't think they were trying to go that route. Now, I watched maybe like half of that award show, and they were doing this running gag where they had celebrities tied up in duct tape. And I think that was all for promotion for her new video, Bitch Better Have My Money, basically. <laughs> so I think that was a part of the gag. Now, when I saw, them two t- I saw those two together, not once did I think to myself for a second, oh, 
This is the guy that beat up his wife multiple times. And this is the girl that got beat up by her ex-boyfriend. I did not think of that for a sec. That did not clue in. I just said to myself, oh, Rihanna and Floyd Mayweather. So I do feel like people are kind of taking it out of context. Mm -hmm. Maybe just to have a conversation of some sorts. But I don't think they're trying to go that route. Especially when you consider the fact of how serious of a thing that it is. And how much heat that BET as a corporation could take from it. Mm. That's what I think. Yeah. You could be right. Yeah, I mean, because it, it just—it does not make sense for them to make fun of it when it's such a hot button topic, especially with those two people, like two of the biggest names in their field, who had two of the most public, um, public things that that happened to them in in terms of that. And you know, we're still talking about uh, who's uh, Ray Rice when he when he dragged his girlfriend out of the elevator after he knocked her out. So like, these things are still relevant. So I I I want to believe that BT. You know, those two people, Viacom, you know, the parent companies weren't trying to go for that type of shtick, if you know what I mean. But the fact that you and I are talking about it right now for this long yeah. means they did their job. They did their job, absolutely, 100%. And on that note, people, I'm about to do my job and give you some old school right now. Uh, with that being said, I have one question for you, Deezer. Are you ready to get old school? Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for that Thursday, sorry, that throwback Thursday track of the day. So that being said, um, let's hit it. You already know how we do, people. Again, message me at DM underscore cool or hit me up on Twitter at cool underscore radio and let me know what you want to hear for the throwback Thursday track of the day. Now, this one comes by wave early 2000s. I'm going to say 2001 to be exact. This one comes from, comes from my man, Styles P., off of his debut solo album, uh, Gangster and a Gentleman. This one is called Good Times, also affectionately known as I Get Hot. So when we get back, we have Wankster of the Week. So keep it locked. This is Cool Radio. We'll be right back after these messages. Yeah. What's going on, people? It's your boy, Femi Lassen, and man, me. It's your man, Bo Pinto, at Bo Pinto. Jay Hood from the Toronto Argos. You are now tuned in. Cool. Cool. Radio 91.9 FM. It's an amazing interview. I had an amazing experience. I had an amazing time. The best radio show experiences I've had ever. Stay tuned for the hottest in news, hip hop, entertainment, and everything. Every Thursday at 8 p.m. Big shout out to DM Cool. Good vibes. Love you, man. You're famous. I love it. Yes, yes, y'all. Welcome back to the show. You're now tuned into CFRE 91.9 FM and on the World Wide Web at CFREradio.com. It is your man, DM Cool. And welcome to Cool Radio. Um, I've still got my man, Big Diesel, in the building. Say what's up to the people. What's up? What's up? You already know what it is, man. And it is time for that segment that you guys have been waiting for. Ladies and gentlemen, who has entered the shallow walls of the Hall of Shame this week? Who has been known as the captain of coonery this week? Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for Wankster of the Week. So with that being said, I think it's time to drop that dub on you guys just like this. Wankster of the Week. Now, we normally anoint those within, you know, the urban you know, pop market, basically. Uh, but we're doing things a little bit different this time around because this wankster stead, stood head and shoulders above the rest, to say the least. Ladies and gentlemen, the wankster 
of the week goes to none other than billionaire turned presidential candidate Donald Trump. Now, you guys are probably asking yourselves, why is Donald Trump the wankster of the week? He is the wankster because of some disparaging comments that he made towards Mexicans. And basically, those same comments got him into a lot of trouble. So I'm not going to tell you exactly what he said, but he basically said how Mexicans are illegal immigrants and all they do is jump across our borders. All they are are nothing more than common thugs, criminals. They rape our women. And they should be apprehended and stopped immediately. Now, these comments didn't bolt so well for a lot of people. Um, basically, one of the people or one of the corporations who were offended by this were Univision. Now, Univision is a company that is sponsored with the uh, Miss America and Miss Universe pageants, basically. And one of the pageant contestants pulled out uh, since she is of Latina heritage and descent and basically said she was outraged and appalled by the remarks that he made. And she is making it her choice to pull out of the competition because she does not want to support a company that supports Donald Trump, essentially. Good on her. Um, Univision pulled out as well. And also, NBC fired Donald Trump. They gave him his own you're fired uh, for all those comments that he made during his little speech. All right. So they will no longer be airing episodes of The Apprentice. And because of that, Donald is basically trying to sue Univision. And also, he may be trying to sue NBC in the process as well. Now, in a statement that he made as well as his camp made, not only did he say that he would be playing a lawsuit, but he was also defiant you know, in his loss, so to speak, and basically said that he stood by the comments that he made. So not only did he make the comments, but he's standing by them. I will give you an A for consistency. However... All across the board, you're going to get Fs. Fs all across the board. You cannot be labeling an entire race of people and calling them illegal immigrants. All right. If anyone who knows history knows, they know that Mexico was basically half of the United States at one point in time. You're talking about like states like Texas, Arizona, California. Those states were Mexico at one point in time. And then somewhere down the road, shit happened. Let's be honest. Basically, all I'm trying to say is this, Donald. You are running for president. You are trying to be the leader of the free world, you know, in a, such a, short, in a short time down the line. I don't think it's within your best interest to categorize an entire group of people and then to tell them that they're not welcome. Hispanics make up a, a pretty decent percentage of America. And I don't think it's quite wise of you to make disparaging comments towards that demographic because that demographic could be the ones that get you to vote but no you had to open up your mouth and your toupee about the comments that you feel were necessary to make about mexicans and if that isn't bad enough this guy said you know in regards to the black lives matter movement this man said if black lives really matter then why don't you move back to africa Donald, you're getting this wankster, man. I, I can't do nothing for you. I can't. I really can't. Do you deserve this wankster? Of course. So with that being said, I'm going to give you this wankster one more time. And maybe you should go back to where you came from. So with that being said, let's drop it on him real quick. Diesel, what do you think about these uh, comments he made? Um... Mine's blown. I don't, <laughs> right? I don't even know what he was thinking. I don't what? think he was thinking. I mean, 
I know Republicans and white ring right wing people are kind of dumb by nature. But he went back on record to like defend what he said. And yeah. He said it wasn't limited to Mexico. He wasn't saying that Mexicans were all that, but. It wasn't limited to Mexicans. It, it comes from immigrants all over. So I don't know what he's thinking. You know what Who the fu- you know what the funny thing was while he was making this tirade about Mexicans in particular. He said while he was he calling them thugs, criminals, rapists. He was saying he also said at the end of it. Oh well, I know some of them aren't bad people, but for the most part they are. <laughs> he's an idiot, man. I, I got I got no words for this, man. Uh, let's move on, man. Distraction. That's a good right. Word. Yeah, distraction. Shisha. You know, like. Yeah. But anyways, let's keep it moving with some more healthy content. Uh, what do you, you say you have a, uh, a project coming out uh, in the future. Do you have like a timeline for that year or no? I'm hoping by the fall. Okay. Originally, it was going to be the spring, but then I, I decided to let go of the label. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm hoping around fall time I'll have something out. No problem, man. And where can the people find you if they want to get some more info on you? Uh, the best place to find me on Twitter, at RealBigDiesel. Same on Instagram. Um, if you want to find my music, best place to find it is NumberOneMusic.com slash BigDiesel. You'll find uh, find a bunch of tracks there. Hopefully you enjoy it all. All right. That's what's up. Diesel, thank you for coming through. Thanks for um, having me. Yeah, you're welcome to come through anytime. Great. And ladies and gentlemen, just so you know, this was Diesel's first radio interview ever. So uh, it's kind of a big deal. So why don't you just drop this? <laughs> Big deal if I can't say so myself. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, you can also reach me once again at DM underscore cool and also at cool underscore radio. And good news, starting next week, we will be going back to our original programming time from 8 till 9 p.m. So that gives you guys time to come home, you know, fight that rush hour traffic as well. Stay nice and cozy in your home as well. And then for my guests as well to fight that traffic that they're that they got to be battling through as well. Sweet. also, I am a writer for Daily XY, so I will keep you guys informed of all the latest posts that I have as far as articles and content go. I do have an article coming out about Floyd Mayweather and Muhammad Ali, so make sure you check for that on my Twitter account. And anything cool radio-related, please make sure you go to our Twitter account, at cool underscore radio. Uh, we also have full podcasts up on our SoundCloud page. Again, follow on SoundCloud, at cool underscore radio. For all video clips on YouTube, subscribe to us cool radio and for more general information go to our facebook page again cool radio the word cool all in caps that being said ladies and gentlemen it is time for me to go once again it is your man dm cool keep it gravy and wavy we are out of here peace cool